Hi guys. So if you're anything like I was when I was in chronic pain, you are probably easily thrown off and all it takes is for life to be lifey and boom, your symptoms are very in control, your eyes are on your body and you are done. And that's that. And so today I'm going to answer the question, what is emotional resilience and how do we build it? So Kelly, thank you for asking this question because I do think that it is very important. Today I'm going to go over four tools that I think are really helpful and they were helpful for me in um, in my healing journey and I think they'll be helpful for you as you learn about emotional resilience and how to build that in and help that to be a tool that you use for recovering from chronic symptoms. By the way, I'm Jen Johnson. This is Thought by Thought Healing. My website is thoughtbythoughthealing.com and you can also follow me on Instagram and Facebook. Okay, that was my tiny little commercial and sticking in there. So here are some some examples that I want to talk about of stressful situations that might be something that you want to learn how to be resilient um, towards. So an example might be that you lose a loved one. Another example could be that they have new software at work or somebody challenges your character or how you reacted to something. Or maybe there's simply just a change in plans. And how we react to those things, how adaptable we are, what flexibility looks like really matters. And I'm sure you noticed that that first example is very different than the other three. And so I wanted to talk about that because it is important right off the bat to realize that some situations it is appropriate to have a big emotion response to and we should if we are healthy it is actually wise to move into grief sometimes anger is good to move towards to understand what it is shame might need to be explored there are all these emotions that come about from situations that we want to move forward. And that is actually being emotionally resilient. Many people that have chronic pain avoid feeling their feelings because it's uncomfortable or it's seen as weak or there's some other perspective about emotions that um, protects them in some way. And so actually being emotionally resilient is to move towards the things that are appropriate and wise. We do not want to be in denial when it comes to emotions that we need to have. Okay. And the, th- the second um, category that I kind of want to talk about is as we're looking at these things like um, software changes, for example, and character being questioned and change of plans, we want to check our perspective. When we see these things as a threat, they are going to have a threat response in our bodies. We're going to shrink back from them, these changes. We're going to use I can't language. You're going to feel defeated before you even start. You're going to be using a fixed mindset. And that is going to confirm to your body that that thing, that change, that stressor, um, that unexpected event is a threat. But if we can change that and flip the script and instead see it as a challenge, then that completely changes the physiology response. It changes the chemicals that are released. And we now see it as a challenge. We see it as something that is an opportunity to to learn and to grow and to change. And that difference makes a 
huge change of response in the body. So that's the first clue. Ask yourself, is there a way that I can see this as a challenge instead of as a threat? And the second way we want to look at these changes is um, from a perspective of identity. So when we look at those um, changes from a sense of a false identity, we are going to feel unable. We're going to feel weak. We're going to feel like a victim. And if we can do the work, which this doesn't happen overnight for sure, when we do the work of saying, who am I in the Lord? Who, how has he empowered me? Has he made me strong? Has he made me capable? Has he made me an overcomer? What do I get to claim as I am facing this challenge? Because if we, even if we try to see it as a challenge, but we are claiming that we're a victim or that we're unable, well, We've lost the battle right then and there. And so second of all, we want to make sure that our identity is placed in the Lord. And third is we want to look at how rigid we are or how flexible we are. So if we're looking at that example of change of plans and we are taking on um, an attitude of not being adaptable or refusing to accept these changes or having a resistance to the change that is saying that thing I don't want it I don't like it um, I'm not willing to go there and that is actually identifying it as a threat and instead if we can increase our flexibility if we can increase our window of tolerance and if you haven't looked that up before that might be helpful to see Um, we have a window at which we uh, are in homeostasis and when things go outside of our comfort zone or where we feel safe then the brain is going to send a threat response but if we can expand what we perceive as safe so changes then um, we're going to stay in that window of tolerance and we're kind of expanding Um, We're changing the boundaries of what we are perceiving to be safe in our own lives. And so that is having a a spirit of allowing change and being flexible and being able to go with the flow and change and reduce the stakes and all that kind of stuff that empowers us to be in the moment in this lifey life that we live in this broken world that we live in. We cannot expect there for for there to not be changes and unexpected stressors that show up it's just not the reality of the world that we live in and so those are the four or three ways we can look at this one is to rule out is this a moment where I should be being emotional is this a moment where I need to stop for a significant amount of time and feel And the other three are about a mindset shift, an identity shift, um, a flexibility shift. And so if we look at those ideas of software change, we're saying, okay, this is a challenge. It's going to be hard for me, but I can do it. The Lord has given me a mind to use, to grow. I'm an overcomer. I'm not going to be victim of this. I'm going to take it on. I can be flexible and I can go with the flow of this new software. Or if your character is questioned, we can say, Ooh, okay, do I trust this person that's questioning me? Are they doing it in a, in a way that, that is not threatening? Can I change my perspective and listen and ask, is this advice that the Lord wants me to consider? If it's not, then don't. Does what they're saying align with what your identity in Christ is really underneath? 
is there a way that as an overcomer or as as knowing that I am strong in the Lord that I can receive this feedback in a way that helps me to have a growth mindset and then also being flexible I can listen to somebody's advice and take it or leave it and that's a an awesome perspective to have that makes some of these things not as threatening And we already talked about the example of change in plans, being able to go with the flow and saying, I'm flexible, I can do this. That's an identity that the Lord might be giving you and not seeing the change in plans as something that is threatening. So those are my personal favorite three tools to use as I was building my emotional resilience. And I have to tell you that I've recently had this um, this challenge come to me from somebody saying that maybe I could work on how I write my outlines. And I am battling this because outlines are not a um, an automatic strength of mine. And at first I wanted to see it as a threat. Somebody is telling me something I am not good at. So I can either see it as a challenge to grow and learn how to write good outlines, or I can see it as a threat that somebody is telling me what I'm lousy at. And My identity is going back and forth at times between I'm stupid, I'm dumb, I can't do this. And no, the Lord has has given me the ability to learn something new. I can overcome this and I can have a growth mindset. He's going to help me. I can have a sense of entitlement and rigidity that says I'm just going to keep doing things my way. Or I can say I'm flexible and I can adapt to this. So these are the types of ways that we can approach this. I am most definitely not perfect in this because I am vacillating back and forth between all these things. And so I love that Kelly asked this question because it is very pertinent to my life. And I am sure that it is pertinent to your life because life is full of changes that we weren't expecting. And we're always challenged to grow and to learn and to adapt. And so emotional resilience is one of the ways that we can keep our bodies in homeostasis. We can change our mindset without even changing what's happening around us. We can change the way that we are perceiving and looking at the world. Um, Because when we look at it from a threat standpoint, we are definitely going to put our brain and body into victim mode, which puts it straight into survival mode. And survival mode um, has the brain in kind of a panic and it's going to send symptoms as a warning signal to get you out of there. And so the way out of this is to um, apply some of these concepts. So um, I hope that's helpful. Uh, Thanks for watching you guys. And um, I think that's all I have for today. So follow me on Instagram, Facebook, check out my website, like this episode. If it's helpful, send it to somebody that it might benefit and um, all the things. All right, you guys, until next time.